Hi, everyone. It's Chelsea Van Buskirk with the Heart AF Podcast. Hope you guys are all doing well. I'm super excited for today's episode because I have a very special guest, Erica Marie. I'm so excited to have you here, and I'm going to just read a little bit about her. Um, She gave me this amazing bio, and oh my gosh, I just love her so much. So Erica Marie is an uplifter, a speaker and success coach with over two decades of entrepreneurship and a former executive in the corporate world. She specializes in intuitive mindfulness and wellness with a holistic approach, and she has a passion for people as a humanitarian and servant leader. She's committed to serving others with compassion and empathy, delivering a promise of love in all of her endeavors. Her expertise in business and life success coaching, along with her uh, passion for mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, has helped countless individuals achieve a more fulfilling, balanced, purposeful, and mindful life. Woo! Erica Marie's dedication to making the world a better place has earned her a reputation as a powerful, intuitive speaker and true inspiration to those around her. Woo. Okay. So welcome Erica Marie. I'm so (laughs) excited to have you here. And that is just, oh my gosh, what a bio. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And, um, I can tell you that me and Erica are so similar. And do you like, do you go Erica Marie? I just want to make sure like, is it Erica Marie? Yeah. Yes. Okay, just want to make sure. So Erica Marie and I are both mothers. We both have a strong intuition and we have similar, I feel like, beliefs as far as spirituality goes. And we both are uplifters. Um, so we just have so much in common. I'm so excited to have you on the Heart AF podcast today. And, um, you know, also as mothers and just helping uplift others, you know, we both have experienced grief, we've experienced, you know, heartache and changes and, um, you know, having to stand up for ourselves and our beliefs and being true to our heart, right, to be able to break through and blossom into these amazing women. So Erica Marie, I would love for you to share some of your story and maybe a little bit of your evolution to maybe think of like, where you were before you kind of became to this awakened, brilliant woman that you are today. Yes. Well, thank you. First and foremost, I appreciate it. I'm so excited for today. Um, I do know that we have so many synergies and we are soul sisters for sure. Um, mm-hmm. And that being said, you know, I feel like my power comes and obviously from within, but the power yes. of love really resides in me as a woman, loving everything, all things being a woman. Um, everything about the female energy, everything about who we are, our makeup, um, understanding, having that awareness of our emotions, right? And how we operate and how we see things and our perspective. Uh, from a little girl, I had it. And um, some I'm from, of course, five sisters from my parents. And then I have a half sister as well from my father's second marriage. And I came from a host of women, uh, aunts, um, amazing, uh, women in my life from, you know, friendships and, and just then being a mother of three, I have my son first and then the three girls. And so I just feel like I've had nothing but women all my life around me and cousins and all of that. And we majority was always women. And it was very little that I realized that I had a passion that was very different for always being connected to women, meaning, if it was my aunt in the room um, with even when my dad was around or uncles, I always gravitated to whether it was a grandmother, an aunt, someone else. 
that was a woman. And I had sisters who, you know, bullied and did the things kind of they did um, and always got, got on me because I was the baby. But I feel like a lot of that like magnetic attraction, I guess is what I want to say for women was really powerful for me. And even my mother who uh, I love, we, it was beautiful in the beginning. And then when my parents got divorced, it was a little rocky. And I got to a place where I knew that um, everything that she was and wasn't was still creating me. It was still forming me. It was creating the, you know, the lack, it was creating all the, you know, the self-doubt, the abandonment, the disbelief, you know, all the things that you go through as a kid without having, you know, the mother kind of really there and present for you. Um, and really coming into myself through my teenage years and getting reacquainted with her and really understanding like, wow, you know, I've got to like almost honor her regardless because she did the best she could. And there was a journey there from a healing process that I feel like I started to really understand women the most looking at my mother's life, looking um, and, and mirrored it, There were so many things that were mirrored too. Uh, and so I would just understand like, wow, how did this ever happen to me? And I have all these amazing people and I have all these different people and personalities, but um, my, to the core of me, I still was mirroring my mother. And I thought, wow, this is pretty powerful. And there was just a self-revelation of who am I? Who is this little girl that I have to talk to, right? Who is this um, little person inside of me that is longing for a love that I never really understood because I had never experienced it. Yeah. So go forward and I, you know, I become a, you know, a young mother and married uh, at like 22 uh, and really got to a place of like, you know, business and corporate and, or, you know, you're around all these amazing people and, and women in leadership, but it was like, I still was, there was something, right. There's always that something. And I have goosebumps. <laughs> I have goosebumps listening to this story. Cause oh my God. Yeah. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> yeah. So it's like, there's that something that's resonating with like pulling me. And I'm, I, I'm trying to understand, you know, even in leadership or in, in rooms and in um, boardrooms, I gravitated to women and what their stories were and what did they need for me? And I was always in this service role, but I always delivered love. And it was a love that was actionable. It listened. Um, it was not judging. It was kind. It was empathetic. And I knew I was like, this is it. And so it was something that I just continued to kind of like cultivate on and, and kind of just sit with it and honor it when it would be present in a room powerful with women. And I thought, okay, now I, I'm getting this. And I really got to a place that was a pivotal moment in my life. And we're going to, I know we'll talk more, but there was a pivotal moment in my life when I lost my dad. And I moved out West and I was looking, you know, into hiking and everything that I had going on. And, you know, coming from the corporate world, you're really high driven. Uh, you care about the people, right? You care about the business, uh, but you don't get that time to really self-reflect. You are always in service. And I was on a mountaintop and I remember, um, and now's where I'll probably get a little emotional. I remember missing my dad so much saying, you're beautiful from the inside. And that's what makes you unique. That's what sets you apart. Your beauty has never been on the outside. Although from the eyes of the beholder, you know, half decent, but inside my dad would always say to me, your beauty's lying from the inside. And if you allow that light to shine, right? Like you're limitless now we know, but he used to say back in the day, mm -hmm. the sky's the limit for you. And I remember being on the mountaintop and saying, I've got to follow this beauty, this love, this pull, this passion 
of, that's in the inside. And what does that look like? And she is a love that has never ever experienced a love the way that I can give it. So I say that to say the revelation and in aha in for me was the way that I love and the way that I show up in relationships, be it personal, right? Friendships, business, clients, people around me from the president, my dad would always say to the homeless, I have a love right where I am with you, wherever you are in your life, where we show up together, there is just an, an, a natural empathetic, right? Intuitiveness mm -hmm. of let me, I see you. Yes. Oh yes. yeah. So that was kind of the aha for me. And then, you know, as I just continued to self-develop, right. And really invest in, you know, people and coaches and, and, uh, intuitive leaders, uh, to really say, you know, what is this, what, what do I even call this thing? Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, then going through the branding guru, uh, his self rich Keller and, you know, putting that core value in me, he's like, you're an uplifter. He's like, but your promise that you lead with is love. And it was powerful to me because it just reaffirms everything that I, who I am and what I do and everything that I touch is really powered by the most highest energy we can operate in, which is love. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. That's so beautiful. Oh yeah. I mean, I was getting goosebumps because I mean, just, you know, we do have very similar stories, which is just so crazy. And again, one of those things where everything happens for a reason, right? Like the people that are put in our life are for a reason. And it's just, it's like, you can't make it up, right? Like yeah. the synchronicities you see and just the, the different themes and just, wow. And yeah. I, um, I love that love is this kind of, that's like the core, right? Is everything is love and God is love, right? Like love is the end all be all thing. I think I even saw since, you know, we're just coming off of Valentine's day, there was um, a video I saw of uh, Mel Robbins, I think, who <laughs> I love and I think is an awesome um, inspiration person. But she said, you guys have got it figured out. The secret to life um, or why we're here is to love and be loved, right? To receive love and to give love. And it's like, yes, absolutely. That is absolutely it. And um, you also had something that I just, I've I've talked a lot about too, is just people feel, feeling seen. And that's something that I really want to offer as well is just to let people know. And again, I like how you said that, that I think that was from your dad, like from the president to the homeless. Like I've said that too, is like, you know, the homeless guy down the street from me is no worse or better than me, right? Like we are all on the same equal playing field. Like we are all just as worthy um, as, you know, whatever you, wherever you may be. And so I loved how you put that, like you, you meet people where they are at in life. And that's exactly like what I want to do is offer people is like this safe space, no matter where you are or what you're going through, what pain you're feeling or, or how much you dislike yourself, or you think you've made mistakes and you think you've just done all these things wrong. Like you are still loved and perfect and you're still whole and that I still see you just as you are. And you don't have to hide and pretend. And that's something I think we were kind of yeah. ping ponging on a conversation recently about that is just, we hate seeing people who just get so down Um you know, and kind of let themselves go in a way where they might turn to addictions or overeating or extreme exercise or whatever they're doing to numb themselves, like running away and hiding from who they truly are because they don't feel like they can be accepted or fully be themselves and be loved, right? And to get that love. And it's like, I feel like me and you are like these change makers. I want to change that and just let whoever is feeling that way, to let them know like, no, that is wrong. Like we are here for you. We got you. We see you. 
and yeah. you are loved and perfect just as you are. Absolutely. Oh. I love that. And, you know, two things uh, I want to go back to, of course, you know, yes, God is love, right? And and having that connection and understanding uh, the one uh, for me is the love that I feel like I can get connected to source, connected to him uh, from that perspective. But that is a love that for me, I channel that is so powerful that I know, I know beyond the shadow of a doubt, I lacked it for myself and yes. lacked it from others. And what I did was I feel like that allowed me to see people right to where they were was the experiences that I've been through, right? Mm -hmm. My test being my testimony, my mess being my message, everything that I feel like I've experienced knowing that it was like, okay, this is not just for me. This has to be for a greater purpose. Yes. Right. Because everything that even whether I by choice, by bad mistake or by failure of my own or by like not self-inflicted and by others doing it to me, whatever that was in my life that I was experienced, there was always um, a fortitude and a grit and a strength and Mm -hmm. a courage that came through power deep within that I only was broken in the moment. I never really allowed myself to, even if it was a self-sabotaging moment, it was literally a moment. It, it didn't go on farther then, right? So it didn't turn into a week. It didn't turn into a month. It didn't turn into a year. It didn't turn into a decade. It was about the moment. Okay, I'm honoring, I think this pain, right? And then, mm-hmm. okay, so I'm at a self-sabotage moment. I'm at the bottle of, you know, the bottom of a wine bottle. What does this look like? And why am I, you know, and then it's like, okay, yeah. I grieved like four family members in 18 months. Absolutely, yeah. I can see why I would be at the bottom of, you know, a wine bottle, mm-hmm. but I didn't, I didn't keep it there. Yeah, it's a stock. And one of the things that I feel like is very hard for people when they do have those moments and trials in life and adversity comes their way or, you know, a challenge or a trauma, right? They don't have someone to be able to say, this is what I'm feeling right now without either judgment, without a prescription, without putting locked away, without being, you know, all of the things that I feel like come with just honor where you are. Right. And it's okay. And we can get through this together. But so many people, I feel like we lose sight of them or they lose sight of themselves, right? But those yes. who say they love aren't actually loving in action. Those mm-hmm. who say they are in a, you know, a profession, um, are they really purposed in the profession for the people? Or are they purposed in the profession for the lifestyle it, it yields? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you lose sight of people in everything that you do and you become and you want to be. Once you lose sight of people or the person, you're losing sight of what really matters. Yes. So if you go back to Mel Robbins, which I love too, it is about love and being loved, right? And it is that reciprocity of give and get back, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's the beauty of I feel like the love that we can do when we uplift someone is meeting them, of course, right where they are but it's being able to connect with them and, and things that either I've experienced or people who I've helped or people who, you know, have been in my family or friendships, like things along the way I'm able to draw from just intuitively, naturally. And it's just yeah. the thing that comes when somebody else is on the other lens that are the other side. Right. Right. Yeah. It's just, that's the power of love. That's when you are operating in that highest form, mm-hmm. it will Naturally, automatically magnify like exactly what it needs to do for that person. And right. I don't believe in happenstances. I don't believe in chance, right? Right. I, <laughs> there's some things that, you know, for me, I'm just like, no, there's a reason for this. And, and then you just know, you just know. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Yeah, but for those who don't know what they don't know, it's very hard to come out of the chaos, the, yes. the sabotage, the addictions. It's it's hard because yeah. they just don't know that there's uh, there's hope on the other side, right? right that there's and another way. Yeah, there's another way. There's another way, but you've got to do it through a loving way. And love is Absolutely. an action. You know, it's how you treat someone. It's how you make them feel. What are they leaving your presence with? Yes. You know, we say talk about that gift, right? The actual mm -hmm. presence is a gift, but what are you leaving them with? Yeah. Like, I want to leave a fragrance of love everywhere that I go in the rooms yeah. that I step into the stages that I step on. Right. I yeah. want to leave that fragrance. And it's, it's a beautiful thing to be in. And I'm honored to be, you know, to do it, to do it. I get to do it. That's a beautiful yeah. thing. I yeah, get absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what do you think um, is the heart, like for people who aren't aware for people who don't know what they know. So like, it sounds like to me, like you've kind of always had this feeling or this calling, which I can totally relate. And I wasn't really sure what to call it either, but this like, I have, but there's something here that I have got to get out that I need to follow, right? And, um, but I wanna table that for now and kind of talk about for the people who maybe don't know, because, you know, I do believe that we all innately, we come from this place of abundance and creation. And then we get, we are born here and we get, this conditioning and we, we just forget like it's like this you know like the men in black thing where you are we forget like we don't remember that we're abundant and creator we we just we feel like we're in this limited place and that it, there's scarcity and it's competition and it's dog eat dog and mm -hmm. um all these things where you know life kind of just beats us down and people get lost yeah. and so you know I think like it's weird because I know what what happened for me and how I kind of started to become awakened or re remember um, and kind of know this stuff. And it was just me seeking out, honestly, mediumship to connect with my mother who had passed. We had unresolved issues like that was literally the thing that opened the door for me to even explore this whole world of just love and and and, you know, opening up my spirituality and, and just um, finding love and self-love and finding, you know, the power within me and the love within me. Right. Yes. But I, I wonder like, what, what do you, like, I guess the question I'm trying to ask you is what do you think about people who are lost or don't see like what, what's the way that they kind of get awakened or what do you see as a solution to help reach those people who may not even just have this awareness or ability to pull themselves out because they can't see that hope. They can't see that love yet. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think as much as I want to put it back on the person who can't see it, I am an accountability soul. I feel that there are so many of us out there who aren't truly being accountable for their calling. Mm -hmm. And the goal of love is to be led mm -hmm. by love. And so I'd like to challenge, and it's part of my mission and vision and everything else I've got working on, we'll table later, but I challenge more those whom have it and are called to do it and be that guide and be that mentor and be that success coach, right? And love for that mm -hmm. person to find their tribes, to find their people, because so much Someone in sabotage, someone in grief, someone in self-doubt, someone in imposter, right? Competition, it just everything, right? They're in yeah. zone. They're just continuing yeah. to just, you know, revolve mm -hmm. around. Spiral, it. yep. Mm -hmm. yep. Mm -hmm. You can revolve around it or go farther to right. the bottom of the rocks. Yes. But the problem I see today is people have a lot of talk and no action. 
And so my mission is to really hold those accountable who have the calling Mm -hmm. to be able to reach out and go down and grab a hand to be the leaders. And yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so that's where I'm driven. It feels like that's where I feel like my passion lies more because they can't find you. You have to find them. Right. And like, how can you help people if you don't go out, like, you know, speak up and speak out and reach out. Right. And so it's about being in the room. There is power in proximity. We know that. Mm -hmm. Right. And Mm -hmm. so why aren't we as called to be in the rooms more than those who are searching, right? Who are are broken and don't know how to get to us. And so we are failing every time we are not pulling and passioning out our call. We are failing those who are falling behind. And I feel more um, of the whistleblower (laughs) of the one to like put it in a different lens and a different perspective because I don't think it's their fault and how to find us. I think it's ours and why we're not finding them. I have goosebumps everywhere. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Like I am fired up because this just lights a fire under my ass, honestly, because Uh, something that, I mean, I wrote this on a whiteboard four years ago that Hmm. I want to use my light and shine it brightly so that I can help others light up. Right. Like I want to be that candle that lights the next candle, like that causes the ripple that just helps other people. Like that is so much what I want to do is just to reach those people. And so you saying this is essentially like your solution is to, to get everybody else who has also had this calling to stand the fuck up and let's shout it from the rooftops. Like let's get ourselves out there and say it. And, you know, I think the biggest thing too, is that us, um, and others like us, it's fear. Like we're afraid to shout it out. We're afraid it to be condemned by other ideologies or other people that are like, oh, you know, like, you know, whatever, because yeah. people like boxes and they like things to fit. And it's like, I feel like a lot of us are about breaking those boxes and, and acceptance, right? And that there is no, like, you have to prove yourself, right? Like you don't have to do X, Y, Z in order to be loved, right? Like you are just loved. And right. um. And so I think there is this like this fear. I mean, I know for me too, yeah. like even, you know, launching the podcast was a big deal for me um, because it, it, but it's also so freeing and it's amazing because you kind of just get to say whatever the fuck you want and <laughs> be you know, unapologetic the, about it. The people yeah. will listen that want to and, um, but it is a way to get out there and, yes. you know, um, so it's like a start, right? It's a start. Yeah. And, and I think you have, like, you're so on to to something with that like that is so big yeah. and so powerful and just like right. I said that just totally lit me up everywhere because it's like right. yes 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 right yes, you can do this like please like keep going out there and yeah. um yeah. so just yeah it's it's powerful I think and I'm a visual like you are right so I feel like as you were um you were talking about seeing the actual like light up so your mm-hmm. light is igniting right these candles to go so part of even you know my personal movement uh you know that i've been working on kind of in the background uh there's a visual and there's a visual of the light of love of one that then calls out all the other lights and it goes in like this triangle right this outdoor like with no end mm-hmm. but that's the ignition that we need that's the the igniter the starter fuel but what i what i feel in the fear aspect that you were talking about, because it's very real for me as well, it was, um, was that perfect love casts out all fear. Meaning I perfectly 
the best to my ability, love me through my guide, through my source, through God, right? What that is. And that is enough for me to say, I am not fearful to step forward. If I speak alone, I'll speak for the many. Mm -hmm. And I'm truly empowered that way to say, I am no longer fearful of what he or she may think, what they may put, you know, this round peg and like they say in a square hole, whatever yeah. that is saying, but it's like, yeah. you can't sit baby in the corner no more. Like yes, I, yeah. I'm out here I'm coming out. Apologetic. Yes. I'm cut. But with the biggest, boldest, baddest, fearless, like I'm here to move and I'm here to make a movement and I'm here to keep loving in a different way because the word's been abused. It's been, I don't know, I, chopped up. I, it's been so mistreated. Um, mm -hmm. And I can't wait to heal that world again mm -hmm. and heal the word of love again. Yeah. Like what love really truly means and what it means to actually action it out and how it is to show up for others. And you can't, to me, love yourself and not love others um, and, and think you're going to get pretty far in life, right? You can, there's success. There's, you know, the monetary, there's other things, right. That it all, you, everybody, you know, from a social media perspective puts on mm -hmm. what I, what it ideally looks like. Right. Right. But for me, you know, success from a day standpoint is what life did I touch? What life did I uplift? How did I empower them? How did I make them feel? Right. Mm -hmm. And all of that is learning from the back ends when I didn't make someone feel so good or mm -hmm. that I did get into um, an entitlement mode or, you know, a positioning mode. And I forgot that I was dealing with a human. Mm -hmm. I forgot that I was dealing with a heart. When you're entrusted with people's hearts, it's a powerful thing and you gotta be mindful and you gotta be careful, right? But having that understanding of like mindfulness too, of how I love and how I make someone feel. And I don't ever wanna feel a certain way. I would want, never want to impose that on someone. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. we are our worst critics where we do our most yeah. self-sabotage. Nobody could criticize me more and beat me up more than me. Yeah. Right. And, yeah. and, and now it's like, now, if I have a moment, I'm not my proudest moment. I give myself the okay to like get pissed off, you know, smash a, a pillow or whatever on the bed, like whatever I have to do and be like, I screwed that up. Yeah. I'm on it. You know, like a big yes. Big girl painting is yes, on. Exactly. Own it. I messed that up, but I'm gonna fix it and I'm gonna do my best. And it's then no longer on me. Right. Exactly. Yep. Is that once you have already, I feel like either asked for forgiveness or you kind of like, you know, I'm I'm forgetting that I'm leaving, I'm severing ties, bad relationship, whatever it is. And I know we can talk about all those things. But <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But it's like all once you do all that, you're like, I've done what I can do. Yeah. I'm releasing it. I can't sit there anymore. Yeah. It is what it is essentially. Right. And, then you just and I've got to move forward. Yes. So giving that confidence and in yourself, that permission mm -hmm. to yourself to be able to say, I got this. It's okay. Yep. I'm yep. not perfect. No one is right. Yep. And people are flawed every day, but at the end of the day, did I love myself? Did I, am I kind to myself when I mess up? Yeah. Nine times out of 10 people aren't. Right. And that's yeah. the hardest part, right? It's like, okay, mm -hmm. kick us up. And then they, you know, they ask for forgiveness and you're, you're almost by 
So you're in a different energy because you're there, you're fine the next day, right? right. Or they're fine the next moment. You're like, okay, come on. And you're loving on them. Like, and we can't do that for ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. We yep. can't forgive ourselves. We can't understand. Okay. That was a bad moment, a bad day, a bad night, bad yep. week. Okay. Yep. Well, I literally just me. did a, I did a podcast on this like two episodes ago. It, it's called forgive you, but that's literally what it was about was about right. how we keep ourselves stuck by not forgiving ourselves. Right. Like we need to just you know, if we really messed up, you say, sorry, you do whatever, you know, and then you move on, right. You own it and you move on. Like it's because if you, you know, if you get stuck in that place and again, you just let you spiral out and you're, you know, you're, you're lost again. It's like, nope, you got to forgive yourself, move on and remember, you know, that inner power, that inner love. I love, I love, love, I love, love. I, love, I know it's like so brilliant. So uh, yeah. I do. I do. Exactly. You can't say it in enough languages. You can't say it in enough, um, you know, um, like body, you know, um, mm-hmm. signs or whatever. I Most, know. Like it is, a, it is how I feel in your presence and how you make me feel when you leave it. Right. And that mm-hmm. is something that I feel like we are lacking. We are yeah. lacking, lacking, lacking. And this world would be such a more beautiful place if we all loved differently and not meaning the way that people loved previously and how they abuse the word. But yeah. if we now have a new mindset and a new understanding of what love should really look like yeah. uh, and how we should action it out. But I, I'll, I'm going to say this because it's so powerful. Thank you for being who you are in your light. And you do have a calling and I know we tabled it, but we're going to come back to that. <laughs> but um, you know, the other piece of it is, is that I can't, I can't explain enough how important it is for all of us to come together and love in this way and the shift and the movement that can happen when we do, right. And that we are allowed to love in the way that we love and the best form of that, you know, that we know how to love and we're taught how to love properly. Then it's like, then that just ignites the world. And Mm -hmm. my goal is to continue to lead in love, right. And be a servant leader of love but to make it, make sure it's one person at a time that no one gets left behind, right? No heart gets left behind. So it doesn't matter the language. It doesn't matter, you know, the sign language. It doesn't matter the visual. Even Um, if you can't see a human, you can feel, feel it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's the, that's really the story here. That's amazing. I love, I love it. I can't (laughs) stop saying it. It's just so brilliant. And you know, you are such a beautiful person inside and out. And I think you are just doing such amazingly wonderful, big things. Right. And this is definitely a big mission that you are, you know, what I want to say, not spearheading, like, yeah, I mean, you know, right. Like you are personal charge. Yes. And it is absolutely beautiful. And you're, like I said, you're doing big things and I'm so thankful, um, to have you on the podcast this week. This was just yeah. such a special experience and I can't wait to do some more episodes with you because I think we have yeah, like so it. much more to talk about. <laughs> so um, I think we'll end it with that sweet note. Um, and just, yeah, like I said, what a powerful mission you're on. And um, I'm you. so excited for you and just thank you That's again for being you. here. And um I, I mean, I hope you guys feel it too when you listen to this whole conversation because, you know, energy knows no bounds, right? Like there is no time or space. And so even having this conversation, Erica Marie is, you know, 
I don't know how 2000 miles away from me right now, but there's still this connection with our, you know, speaking with each other over, you know, the, the camera and stuff. Like you can feel that energy. You can feel Erica Marie's passion and her love is coming through in her words. And um, so hopefully you guys can feel that as you listen to this episode too, because there definitely is this energy that's being cultivated and, you know, just in her sharing her story and her, her message and her mission um, is powerful and it's filled with love. So Erica Marie, thank you so much for being here. Um, I don't know if you want to shout out any way people can find you or follow you on social media. Yes. Um, social media on Instagram is I am uh, E Marie of underscore official. I am E Marie underscore official. Yeah. Okay, and great. And yeah, I can link websites it too. and everything else are all getting branded and to come. Uh, so oh, that's so exciting. Lots coming. Yeah. Well, I'll keep it updated in the description of the podcast. I'll also link okay. her um, Instagram handle. And then when she does get her new um, website and everything put up, I'll link it back. You know, I'll backlog it into this episode and hopefully future episodes to come. Um, but thank you again so much for coming. Um, you all know where to find me. I'm at Instagram and Facebook at Chelsea.VanBuskirk or website is ChelseaVanBuskirk.com. And I will see you guys all next week. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Bye.